If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Three, two, one. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett now uh, talking basketball as we take a break from spring practice discussion as um, Nebraska basketball just finished up the spring signing period. Um, a consensus national top 20, top 15 level class. One of the best we've ever seen in the online recruiting era. And here to talk more about that signing class with us is Husker basketball assistant, a great friend of the program, Matt Abdelmasi. Coach, first of all, congrats on wrapping up the signing period. But I know it's never over. There's always roster movement, always <laughs> things going on. But you got to be, be relieved to, to at least get to this mile marker. Yeah, no, it certainly has been a wild ride, just like it's been for every program and every sport in the country the last 13, 14 months. For us, I'm really proud of the fact on how we've capitalized off of uh, all the hurdles that were in roadblocks that were jumping at us and and put there in front of us. So um, certainly satisfied um, with the overall class rounding out, most importantly, just so excited about bringing quality kids to this program, to this community. Of course, really talented players as well. And, you know, we're, uh, we're really, really excited about where we're headed and uh, going into year three. Now, how different was assembling this class compared to the past couple? Because you know, the past couple of classes, you were literally resetting the entire roster, it felt like, for the most part. Well, now you brought back uh, you know, 70% of your per- scoring production from last year, and you're complementing those guys with, with this 21 class. I guess how much difference did that make, uh, the fact that you actually had some um, you know, returning production to build around as opposed to doing a, a complete roster overhaul? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, when you're building, there's no exact science or steps that you take on how exactly it's going to go you know certainly it's it's no uh, mystery on what we inherited and we had to quickly put together a team which therefore when you have to put together just the sheer amount of of scholarships we had to fill you know ultimately there's going to be some some kids that you take that might not be um potentially long-term plans um, you're just filling gaps with, with certain roster needs just to go out there and put a team that has a chance to be competitive. So we do that in year one and, you know, very excited about the set out kids that we did get year one that proved to be big 10 worthy players come year two. Um, but you know, this was always the year 
being somebody that's worked at two other programs where we pretty much um, I had to do very similar things on, on making that progression to where you have a, a stable amount of players and build off of that, that usually it is. It's year three, hmm. you know, where you find a core group of guys that fit what you're trying to do, um, fit the DNA of the culture that you want in your program. And we've done that with the guys that have remained here. And like you said, Robin, 70% of, of your scoring and minutes are returning. And that's a great number. That's literally the highest number of my career, to be quite honest, um, with the amount of players that are returning. I'm, I'm very accustomed to roster turnover. It's certainly how I've made my career at building programs. Um, you know, the craziness with the transfer portal, it's certainly not anything new for me. Um, so I'm really excited about having such a strong foundation back and adding so many talented pieces around that where we really do feel like we can take off. Okay. Now I know last time you were on, we kind of recapped the, the guys that signed in the fall, but uh, you know, three more additions this spring. Just wanted to get your take on how guys like Oleg, Keon, uh, and CJ uh, are going to fit into what's returning and, and what you guys were bringing into the fall and, and what kind of impact you see those guys having next season? Yeah, I mean, anytime you add two transfers that even remotely have any type of experience at a high major level, there's nothing but uh, beneficial um, reasons why you would take a kid like that. And we have two of them, both from Big East programs in C.J. Wilcher and Keon Edwards um cj is a kid that i've known for a while i recruited him very aggressively at st john's came to campus a few times ultimately when i left for nebraska he's a kid that i called right away and we did recruit and ultimately chose um xavier but it's a family that i'm uh very comfortable with they're incredible people great basketball family and you know cj is the type of kid that fits exactly who we are as a program. Work ethic is tremendous. Um, his IQ and feel is exactly what we look for in a player, especially in the system that Coach Hoiberg runs. And then, you know, listen, the translation to shooting, you can never have enough guys that can make shots at an elite level, and that's what CJ brings from day one, not to slight him with other areas of his game that he brings. But when you can shoot the ball at such a high level like he does, um, you know, it deserves to be praised. And then Keon Edwards, another kid I was familiar with coming out of high school, recruited him, knew his family well, ultra talented kid, you know, every bit of six, seven, his versatility is unbelievable, can score from every level. The thing about him, we're so excited again, once, once again, similar to CJ, just his shot making ability, just a beautiful effortless stroke that uh, immediately should have a huge impact. Both of those kids, will play significant minutes and, and have significant roles on what we're trying to do. If we're going to win at the level that we think we are, those two are going to have to have uh, big impacts immediately. And then Oleg is a kid that I uh, had known about throughout the year. I was waiting to see if there was going to be any opportunity to watch him play and see where his development was. Unfortunately, it did not happen for COVID reasons. And... Um, Listen, you know, come came from a very good prep school that has been known to produce players. The head coach there does a phenomenal job at player development. 
I know what we're getting day one, which is a really skilled, great feel IQ player, which, like I said, with, with the two previous kids, fits exactly what we're looking for. Um, but ultimately, you know, can he make an impact day one? You know, we're, we're not going to find that out till he gets to campus because mm-hmm. physically, you know, it's, it's such a different game than uh, European basketball for these kids to walk in, even though he was at a prep school. Unfortunately, his experience at the prep school was a very limited one because of COVID. So it is going to be a work in progress. But the one thing you can't teach is seven feet, you know, and he's every bit of it. We're talking with Nebraska basketball assistant Matt Abdelmasi. Coach, the eligibility rules where everybody got a free year and um, just all, all of the things that the COVID year brought, how complicated is that going to make roster management long-term um, in college basketball? You know, for us, it, it didn't make things complicated at all. You have honest conversations with your kids uh, throughout the year, but then specifically at the end of the year, just to evaluate where things are at for them, both basketball-wise and off the court, just to see if it's the right fit. Um, that is a part of, of college athletics. They're coming to get a great education and get their degree. They're also coming uh, for a big reason, which is for us to play basketball and you know, the only thing you can provide is, is honest feedback. Um, you know, the way we managed the extra year of eligibility, I thought was really well and had honest conversations with kids, um, you know, specifically with Kobe and, and Trevor was always planning on returning, of course, just playing limited minutes this past season because it was a freebie year for him because he had full intentions on sitting out and, and using that year for development reasons. Um, I think it speaks volume to when kids want to return. Not every program has had that. A lot of programs have lost their so-called super seniors that can use that year of eligibility. Ours wanted to stay. Um, you know, still having conversations with Thor about what his plans are. Um, you know, certainly he's been an unbelievable representative for this program for four great years. So we're going to be fully supportive with whatever decision he makes. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's one that is easy to manage as long as you're realistic and transparent with having conversations and do right by each student athlete that would, that's within your program. And I feel like the way things have played out, played out to our favor and, and to Nebraska's favor. So looking ahead to, to next year's roster, I mean, you got 13, maybe even 14, maybe 15 scholarship guys uh, that p- could potentially all all factor into the rotation. I guess now, how does the process begin about, uh, you know, uh, identifying roles and, um, you know, keeping everybody happy and, and, and basically finding a way to use all these pieces you've been able to assemble over the past three years? Well, fortunately, that's what they pay Fred the big bucks <laughs> for is to make those decisions. You know, I just sit there in the background and help them manage it. But Listen, I mean, Robin, at the end of the day, you know this, and it's not a cliche. I mean, when we get the entire group here, there's going to be new faces, and it's going to be a a great mix of old faces and new faces. And over the course of the offseason, you know, that stuff plays itself out. I mean, of course we go into it with a mindset of of what guys' roles are going to be. But the thing that is exciting, we're going to have legitimate depth at every position across the board. And in this league – where it is such a grind, um, you have to have legit depth because if you don't, I do feel like your ceiling is a lot lower. And that's why our excitement is, is very high and we're so optimistic about where we're headed as a program with the class that we've signed 
and the kids that we're bringing in with the returners. And um, I, I, I do feel confident that the, the group that's going to be out there, uh, there is no question. The, always the challenging thing is for guys to accept their roles, embrace their roles, and ultimately understand that there is a certain sacrifice that you have to potentially make um, from game to game. And that's what really good teams do. They make those sacrifices for the betterment of the team. You know, we have a, a saying going into next year, uh, we over me, and that's what we're going to ride with. And if, if we can hit that hard throughout the offseason into next season, the concept of, of having that we mindset, I think we have a chance to be really, really good. Well, Coach, congratulations on wrapping up a great signing class. So we're looking forward to following you guys now here over the summer months as coaches are able to get back out on the road and, and learn more about these guys. Absolutely. No, thank you guys for having me and, and pr- appreciate you guys. All right, much more to come. We'll talk more Husker football recruiting next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.